the Punk After Show. He's going savage. Run for your life. And that was a disgraceful performance in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? What talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. The Point After Show. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double tap does what the f- he wants. The Point After Show. Spikes in hell. Spikes in peewee hell. What's up, everybody? This is Eddie from The Point After Show. I'm here with Tommy Speakeasy and Cabby, the producer, Caviston. We're back, and it's NFL Conference Championship Week. We have some stories to talk about that we haven't gotten around to, uh, especially the, our top story, I guess you can say, before we get into our picks. But it's uh, it has been a, a rough traveling day, rough traveling few days for us up here in the northeast uh, region of the the country, a lot of snow, a lot of wind, a lot of cold. What type of snow are you talking about, Eddie? What kind of uh, dandruff? Dandruff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're here. We're here to produce a, a, a hopefully good podcast for you. And I do want to let everybody know that me and Taylor are back. We're putting out our golf, fantasy golf, and DFS golf power rankings. Our PAS power rankings weekly. We posted the article earlier this week. I know this. Uh, Podcast won't be posted until Thursday, maybe Wednesday night. So. Maybe maybe Thursday of next week. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. <laughs> Slipped my mind last week. But weekly, whether it be Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll get that article out for you. Uh, we had a couple retweets and a couple likes and a couple comments on the article this week. So you uh, guys killed it last year, E. So you know what? Uh, if people were smart, all of those like probably ten thousand collective followers we have on uh, Twitter. They would uh, maybe take some of our advice. We don't give good advice that often. But uh, when we do, I uh, make a couple bucks. Yeah, and I do have to uh, say, like, it is early in the season this year so far. I mean, it is a swing season, so there were five or six tournaments at the end of 2017, and it carries into 2018. So when we do our stats and uh, formulas, it is based on only a few tournaments. So as the season progresses, progresses uh the data will get more consistent and more relevant to the week at hand i have confidence from you guys week one so i don't give a shit about the data you should play we taylor should. taylor knows what he's talking about when he it comes does. to that and he's great at pulling the data from uh pga tour.com and putting his own excel spreadsheets and regurgitating some of their stats into your guys' article and uh we both cashed winning last money week. Yeah. yeah how did you end up finishing i think uh you showed me you were I, in I came in sixth because Brian Harmon didn't do dick for me on the weekend. But yeah, you guys were killing it there. You showed me your second, thinking you were getting on that PGA One podcast or yeah, something on the West Landia. Coast. Yeah, didn't happen. Didn't happen. No, the first place winner uh, got to be a, a guest on this one podcast. Uh, it's on the Podcast One Network, but it's uh, Golf Landy. It's called. Okay. But uh, me and the the guy from that, we uh, you know tweet back and forth to each other, and he seems like a good good cat, Matt Wiley. So, but. On to our podcast of note, the we, point uh, after show. And actually, I mean, uh, I haven't seen the numbers on last week's because it's only been off for a little while now. But uh, the week before, where we, uh, you know, said we were going to buy the Carolina Panthers <laughs> yeah. on the podcast, um, 
That was like one of our most listened to podcasts ever. So people are still out there listening. People so are happy. pushing us to buy the Panthers. <laughs> yeah. they, they know we'd be great owners. They would <laughs> love can't. to see us up. When Fox Sports pans up to the owners in the press box, like or in the owner's box, like they normally do for any football game, and they see us three idiots up there just chugging beers with a bunch of Hooters girls. Um, Go I think f- that's good for TV. GoFundMe doesn't agree, though. They took down our uh, GoFundMe. Did we get any uh, donations? Uh, we had like $17. <laughs> well, and I, on a goal of two, $2 billion. Yeah. Um, that's and, a decent uh, ratio. Yeah. It, it's not bad. GoFundMe took it down. Um, you know what? So let's start <laughs> so those a boycott. people refunded their money? Yeah, they get okay. their money back. Yeah. Okay. Let's start a boycott of GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to start that campaign. If they want to, you know... Take that approach against the point after show. Yeah, uh, I think the point after show is going to take their uh, clout that they hold on the bigger than them on the on the line. Their seven percent of two billion would have been real nice because they take seven percent or something yeah, of everything they do. raised. It's you know, ridiculous, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that would have been pretty nice on their end. Nice little way cut. to go, GoFundMe. Yeah, you yeah, f that one up. Sure did. Anyways, you could have been part owner of the uh, Carolina Panthers. With yeah, this. just like we said, you know, but with no say or or, or anything in it. You'd just be basically giving us your money to buy them and yeah. get a certificate. Pete has yes. one. I, we busted his ass this weekend about that. Yes, we did. He was pumped up. Maybe to... give you a bumper sticker that says, you know, I supported the Point After Show buying this uh, Carolina yeah. Panthers team. Yep. We. I think we need a, like one of, like that kid that came to your house the one time with the little elephant design. Yeah, we need to come up with something a little creative like that and sell it and get people out there saying, "Yeah, this this is for me." Yes, you guys like hippos? Maybe we'll do hippos. I like save it. the hippos. Save the hippos. All right. Speaking of hippos, <laughs> let's get into John Gruden becoming the coach, head coach, of the Oakland. Raiders. I'm pumped. And it's and you know what's funny? He's only coach of the Oakland Raiders for one year. Ten years. Ten years. No, nah, because then it's the Vegas Raiders, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, so. yeah, 2020, I think. So he'll be the 2019-20 yeah, year. Yeah, one, one more, there's one more season 19, left 19, in Oakland. 20? Yeah. So, oh, Gruden. I, I, e. What? I'm going to kick this one to you first to kick it off, and then we'll even come back to you at the end. What do you think about this as an Oakland Raiders fan? I know the last jersey you bought, well, I know you were donated a Maurice Jones-Drew jersey, but the one prior to that was a Bo Jackson jersey. I think that was the only one you ever splurged for. What do you take on this? Well, I also bought a, I guess, NFL jersey. You are correct, but I also had a Barry Sanders Oklahoma State jersey that I still have. So. That's and nice. that was handed yeah. down from your old man, right? No. Oh, I don't know. No. We're going to go to the it records. Bought, on this it was one. bought from like a knockoff China shop uh, <laughs> online. But uh, that I got for like $30 plus like $4 shipping. Anyway, John Gruden, I think it's a bold move, great move by the Oakland Raiders. Um, I mean, the contract is ridiculous. Like, stupid. 10, Ten years, years, $100 million. Yeah. It's kind of what the Point After Show is paying you to host, right? Um, a little less. Five years. Give or take. Million. Give yeah, or take. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I have incentives that, you know. Yeah, boost that me, up. Yeah. For sure. I think it's a great, great deal. I think even though um, his past may, he may have a, a tough end. Tampa Bay? I heard he's hard to, uh, like, I'm not, not saying hard to coach for. Hard to um, not learn from either, but play under. Uh, as a coach, because he pushes them, right? He does. He's he's not as Bobby Knightish as some coaches, I'm sure. But I think he uh, he's a hard ass, and he wants to get the best out of his players. And I think that Derek Carr, he seems like a big P. Um, so hopefully, <laughs> a hard P, <laughs> a hard P, <laughs> a sweet P. 
Uh, so maybe he'll toughen up and he'll have a career next year, career year, and uh, you know, Gruden will get the best of him. And he already hired a, a new offensive coordinator, Greg Olson, who was their OC coach. Um, and the tight end of the Carolina Panthers. Different spelling of the last name and different <laughs> person. He's one of the Olsen <laughs> twins. <laughs> yeah, Mary Kate's father. Uh, but he was the offensive coordinator in Derek Carr's first year uh, with the Raiders back in '14. Even though they were they started off 0 10, uh, they they came along at the end. So we'll see. Well, you know. It seems like the Raiders are trying to kind of clean slate, and um, they had, they were one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl this year, or at least make it to the playoffs, and they failed. And I think that has a lot to do with, um, you know, there were some injuries, and but you can't blame it all on that. Mm. Their defense stunk, um, and their offense was just as bad. Here's my thing with John Gruden. You look at his last two years in Oakland, 2000, 2001, he took them to the AFC Championship against the Ravens, who won the championship that year. And then he lost to the New England Patriots in the AFC All because of game. that tuck rule. Yeah, exactly. And they were well on their way. They, you know, uh, He finished 38-26 and 26 as the head coach of the Oakland Raiders. You look at the year after he left Oakland, he went and won the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Yeah. And, you know, really there wasn't much talent around there either. So this guy is the kind of guy that can... Uh, Push them to the edge, and I like I like that tough coach. You know, like I'm a Steelers fan, and Mike Tomlin, I, I'll support him right now. He's our head coach there in Pittsburgh, but he's more of a coach's player. He doesn't push these guys to their potential. Doesn't make them. Uh, they work hard, obviously, because they produce. But I, I don't think he pushes them to their potential because he doesn't want to create that rift in the locker room where the players start questioning the coach. Because that seems like the trend in the NFL. If the players question the coach. Or the coaches, no matter if it's an assistant or anything like that, the coaches go. The players are what they are, and they're going to stay. I think there's a ton of talent there in uh, Oakland. I, you know, the, the the running back position's a little sketchy, but you look at Crabtree. You know, he's kind of on the tail end of his career. Yeah, Cooper, uh, younger stud. He has some drops. But um, I think Cruden will be able to get that under control. And you look at, uh, like you said, Derek Carr, he's, he's a stud. They get themselves, and they were supposed to have one of the best defense uh, or offensive lines in the NFL this year. You know, that, that mm. kind of fell through. And who knows if that's the scheme of the offensive line coach or the offensive coordinator or their, the head their, coach. Their secondary it's, this year was beat up, and they were just bad, though. Like, I, they were getting thrown. Like, any quarterback could come in. Like, Socks could come in and throw, like, four touchdowns. Oh, he did that at the bachelor <laughs> party. But here's what's good for Gruden is I think he has a lot of players on that roster already that are under contract that, and like you said, Eddie, earlier, is the Raiders were already expected to make the playoffs this year. I think with a little bit of coaching, that's an easy easy task for Gruden this year mm-hmm. and chalks that off the list. But, um, <laughs> you know, is is... That makes Gruden look good in his first year. I think Oakland obviously makes playoffs next year. Um, you think Beast Mode's coming back? Beast Mode, yeah, he'll probably come back. I think he will. I think he'd like to. Yeah, I think he'll like to. I think. I think he. I think he'll come back for one or two more years. Actually, See, depending on how he does. Las Vegas. I think. I think. Coming. I think he'll play for Vegas. I think he'll want to play in the opening year of Vegas, and then he'll retire after that. That's just my prediction. He plays two more years. Oakland last year, Vegas first year, and then he's out. He's, Skittles for life. He's so... I guess it depends what they do in the next two years. If they 
somehow win a Super Bowl in the next two years. I'm not predicting anything, but I'm just saying I don't think he'll, you'll see uh, Beast Mode in Vegas. Well, I they only have one year left in Los in, uh, I thought it was two years. No? No, I think it's because he, he said he would come for max two years because he wanted us to win it. Okay. But I could I, be wrong on that. I think um, – but I do think that Beast Mode was probably – the best offensive player on the Raiders this past season. Yeah. And he came basically out of retirement and hasn't played football in a game for, you know, a year plus prior to this season. And he, even towards the end of the year, I thought he was going to burn out, but I guess they kind of saved him in the beginning. They weren't giving him the touches, but, you know, m- middle to the end of the year, he was getting 20-plus touches on a weekly basis, and he was, you know, producing. I th- yeah for sure I I I think that uh, Oakland did not utilize Marshawn Lynch the way they should have I think they should have been became and here's let me just say this I know, I know what Derek Carr you won't agree but I think they should have became a run first pass second offense just to throw the defense you know get more guys in the box not too much pressure out there I know Cooper dropped a ton of balls this year uh, I said that earlier but I think if they became that run first run first run first run first and then throw kind of team, I think it would have opened up the passing game, made a little thing, you know, everything a little easier for Derek Carr and the receivers to adjust to. But instead, they would run three, four times, not get the kind of yardage they would have hoped for, uh, and then abandon the run. And I think that's what kind of helped Derek Carr when he was a rookie, because I think I, I'm pretty sure McFadden was there in 14 in his rookie year. And I think that's when McFadden was still, you know, Run DMC and had a. He was run DMC the, the, in Dallas, man. He just he was behind Zeke, and then look at what he did this year when he was in Rod Dallas. Rod Smith. What, what are you talking? He <laughs> Alfred out- Morris. He. I'm just saying. I, I think he if he had the opportunities. I don't know what he looked like in practice, but we're kind of getting off to Oakland here. Yeah. Um, but I think he could have done what was needed. No, you're probably right. But, yeah, I mean, congrats to John Gruden and the Oakland Raiders. I think it's a smart move, great move for the organization. And I expect the Raiders to make the playoffs next year. Oh, absolutely. If they don't make the playoffs next year, then um, things are going to look pretty shitty for them going forward. Mm -hmm. If they don't make the playoffs next year, you won't see Beast move back. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. If they make the playoffs, maybe you'll see him for another year because there'll be some hope for him. Uh, but he's an Oakland guy. He's He has ties to Oakland. I think he grew up there, his family there or whatever. He's got that new TV show now. Um, yeah, he does. And I think he's all about Oakland. I'm not sure if who knows what will happen when they move to uh, to Vegas. But I'm excited for that. that that's awesome. I can't wait to, uh, to watch some Oakland, actually Las Vegas Raiders. I wonder if they'll change their logo. Probably not. Like the, nah. the, 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 the Las Vegas... Knights, the new hockey team, they're the Las Vegas Black Knights, and now Ar- the Army is suing them for uh, trademark infringement. Oh, really? Yeah, they filed like a $26 million lawsuit against them. Martin Lawrence should sue them because Black Knight was a pretty sick movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so on to, uh, on to your, your team, Tommy, here, the, the Steelers, firing their O. See, it wasn't firing. They agreed to part ways, Eddie. Okay, oh, we we don't have that kind of controversy in such a franchise like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, so back it. I know. Back I'm sorry, it I didn't. I didn't mean to. Uh, you know, hurt any Steelers 
feelings out there, especially after they getting a freaking ass whooped this oh, past it week. It was. It was a beatdown. They could. They. I, I have to give it to them. They did try to like make a little comeback there, but their defense was just pitiful. I agree. Yeah, it was bad. It. Um, they couldn't stop a Jaguars offense that put up ten. What was it? Ten points the week before against the Buffalo. Yeah. And. I, I just don't get it. It's it's unbelievable what happened there. The Steelers could not stop him. Leonard Fournette had three touchdowns. The one thing that really pissed me off about the game, take take away the Steelers losing, I get it, but everybody came out praising Blake Bortles, right? Is that what you should do for a quarterback that puts up, like, 200 yards and doesn't have a inter- uh, turnover? Like, oh, Whoa. he did great. He's a great quarterback. <laughs> he didn't have a turnover. No, get, the, get, get out of here. You if, were... if that's what you praise... Then you should not be an analyst. You should not be talking about it. And Blake Bortles is junk. I've been on his ass the last couple of years for fantasy football because he's You're been able to pass for three, four hundred yards a game. You were praising the shit out of him last on last week's podcast. Blake? Yeah. I don't think I was praising the shit out of him. You were praising him. You were. I, I I'm gonna disagree on that. You're jiggling the balls. And everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was saying he he would do enough to win the game. I think he said he was like that. No, you were talking about. I was his saying performance he was better than like, Tyrod Taylor. When we were talking about how uh, he only threw for 86 yards, you're like, but he ran for 87. Cav, I think this is part of the hashtag stuff here that we talk about, Eddie. The fake news, Cavi, fake no, news. No, yeah, I, I, this, this is, uh, I, I'm, I'm recollecting some. This, yeah. uh, no, some what I said was he did enough to win the game, is what I said. I think you were no, crazy. I think Cavi said something about um, he's not a good quarterback. Yeah. And then your defense was that how could you say he's not a good quarterback? He did everything to win. And, I mean, yeah, the passing yards were very minimal, but he ended up doing what he had to do, rushing for 87 yards, only throwing for 86, but he he was the guy. I said he had to do what he had to do. And he won the game. Yeah. I didn't say he was a great quarterback. But I, any, I didn't say you said he was a great quarterback. Definitely not a great quarterback, but like I said, he did enough to win the game. But let's get our focus back on Todd Haley and the Steelers' offensive coordinator here. I'm glad they got rid of him. Haley and Roethlisberger were butting heads ever since he came down to Heinz Field and was the offensive coordinator. You know, what I read on the internet, of course, you know, the point after show, we do have access to a lot of things, but we do not have access to the Steelers. They kind of keep it out-of-state media. We're in state, so we understand they don't want any conflict. But um, we're blacklisted. Yeah, for sure, we're on the list. And you know, if if your quarterback that's gigantic, he's a one of the bigger quarterbacks in the league. You know, height and weight can't audible to a quarterback sneak. You need to find something wrong with the offense coordinator. I know he's been fragile based on his injury history, but fourth and one. There, and was, here's the there was two opportunities for him to, to do a little... Uh, mm-hmm. And I know. agree with that, too. But at the same time, I can't get too mad about you it. Know. Because you look at the other fourth down situations, two of them. He threw the touchdown to Lev Bell, and he threw the touchdown to Antonio Brown. Yeah. I think the Steelers right now are trying to pin you know, the tail on the donkey here, blame somebody, get him out, and you know, Tomlin's trying to save his job because a lot of people have been coming out saying he say, needs to go. Yeah. Our niece. Yeah, uh, our tried to fire the entire team. You guys were here for that. Um, but it, it, it's unbelievable. I think the Steelers have some of the best talent on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, Big Ben is a proven quarterback. He's won a couple Super Bowls. 
you have Lev Bell, who is probably, I don't know if you guys will agree, but I say he's the best running back in the NFL right now. Definitely top uh, five. Uh, uh, top five. Definitely top, top three. Two, three. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have Antonio Brown, best wide receiver in the NFL. Anybody could maybe say top no, two, three. I'm not going to argue that, even if um, he's the best. You have Juju Smith-Schuster, who just came out at, you know, in the league and proved himself as a solid option. You have Martavis Bryant. Prior to this year, you take away the, the antics that on and off the field and his social media accounts. You look at what he did prior to in between the suspensions, he was a stud. He had double-digit touchdowns in the same amount of games, and it was unbelievable. I think he's such a talent. I think see Martavis they Bryant? went out and got Vance McDonald's, uh, a solid wide receiver option from the 49ers, Jesse James from the Penn State. And no, I was just going to say, did you ever see Martavis Bryant? Did you ever see Martavis Bryant on weed? Yeah. <laughs> It's just, I think the Steelers, honestly, like I said, they have one of the best offensive lines. They've spent a lot of uh, uh, of, their, of their money and investment on the offensive line during drafts and trades and uh, free agency. I think the Steelers' offense should be studs. He, he's got his hand up. Yes, Eddie. <laughs> Um, yeah, all this talk about the offense, we know their offense is good, but their defense <laughs> yes, is the so problem. bad. I, I don't disagree. It's not so bad, right? They, they've actually been a lot better this year actually, than years past. You know, regular but season here's this the thing. Year, this is why good. we're not but, addressing the defense. Is Todd Haley is the offensive coordinator. So we're trying to bash his ass right now on why we could justify them getting rid of Todd Haley. I understand that, but at the same time, why not get rid of the defensive coordinator? They've been a lot. They got Dick LeBeau that canned his ass. I mean, a you look. Years you ago. look at Big Ben's stat line, and it's retarded. This past week, like yeah, four hundred and it was very good. Four hundred sixty-five yards um, passing. ID. It was good. It was very good. Like Abby said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he did have two turnovers early. But you look at his stat line, and it's ridiculous. It's, yeah. Oh yeah. He had five touchdowns passing. Um, yeah, he had, should have been six because he did he that had little lateral. lateral. That yeah. was a great. That that's one of the smartest plays of the game right there. It was kind of risky if Lev Bell obviously has one of the you know the two of the shortest hands in the NFL that are definitely going to catch the ball from a running back. Uh, but he did throw it backwards pass, mm-hmm. and if Lev Bell didn't catch that, that would have been considered live ball, and anybody could have got on it. But th- like genius, I. I I love Big Ben, and I'm glad he came out and said he's going to play at least three more years. That's what he says, right? But last year he said he might be retiring. Uh, Who knows? You know, like with the NFL, they're all over the place, these players. They're always jockeying for positions, contracts, etc., I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad they got rid of Todd. Did Love Bell say, or was it someone else? That, I think I'm pretty sure it was Love Bell that said, "If you don't pay me or give me a contract, I'm going to retire." Well, Lev Bell, right now, he's playing. Well, this year he played under the franchise tag. Yeah. And the Steelers can potentially franchise him next year. I think for like 14 or 15 million or something crazy. I think it's 15. I wonder if Greenberg Sox will franchise him. Oh, he has to, right? He get him in the second round. Yeah. Um. Actually, no, he'll get him in the first because he franchised him last year. Mm-hmm. But you still got to do it, yeah. right? Um, he came out and said he deserves running back one money plus wide receiver two money. And he said he's willing to retire. And it's not about him. It's about running backs. And, and I kind of agree. This is where I agree with him. Is the running back position is one of the most violent positions in the NFL. You're getting probably 
20 to 30 touches if you're the star running back in in the league, you know, like your uh, Dave Johnson's, your Le'Veon. David Johnson, Lev Bell, you got your Zeke Elliott's, you know, even even Devonta Freeman when healthy, he's getting 20 touches a game, over 20 touches a game. A lot of Dalvin Cook was on pace for 20 touches a game, whether it was catching or, rec- or uh, rushing. Games. But he was on pace for it as a rookie too, you know. Like before he blew out his what did he get Achilles ACL. He's on pace for it. Before his injury, he was he was. There are a lot of them. If you look up the stats, there are a lot yeah, of running shady, backs over a button, yeah. yeah over twenty touches a game, right? And this guy's getting probably closer to thirty touches, 30, 40 touches a game between uh, receptions and touches uh, rushes. I don't I don't know how you pay somebody like that and. You look at the quarterback who all the league rules are in favor of the quarterback. You know, you touch him, penalty. It's a it's a hit to the head, penalty. And they're getting hundreds of millions of dollars a year or a, a contract and you have a running back who's never even scratched the surface. You had Albert Hainsworth, defensive lineman for Washington Redskins that had more money than a running back ever had. Yeah. I, I I just don't get it, and I kind of like the stance that Lev Bell's taken, but I think it's going to end up like it's it's an owner's world. I, I'm thinking uh, one of the reasons is that running backs, and I'm not sure how the negotiation process works with contracts and organizations and players and their agents, but I think a lot of running backs are expecting like, six, seven-year contracts. And, I mean, yeah, Adrian Peterson got one. But that's very rare because the running back position is so fragile. Like, they... I agree. I agree. So, now let me ask you a question. The running back position is so fragile because they take so many hits. Yeah. They're always getting the ball, running into the linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, with their... NFL life expectancy and their football life expectancy being so low, shouldn't they be paid so much more for those years that they give? Right? Like, like, like Tom Brady. Tom Brady's 40 and he's still playing, but he's getting paid $100 million a year, right? Like, you're running back, like like we we discussed earlier Adrian Peterson in his prime, David Johnson, who's been a beast, Lev Bell, all those guys, they're paid so much less than a quarterback throughout their year and their contracts are usually so much more incentivized based on hey you need to rush for a thousand yards and get uh, 300 carries to hit this bonus and that bonus and this bonus to actually get that money most of their money is basically incentives instead of guaranteed and I understand the risk that the teams are taking on that but at the same time it's like you want to pay these guys during their prime I don't know the I, I'd, I'd have to look. I don't know what the ins, the average incentives are be compared, say, between wide receivers and running backs. I would think, though, that running backs would have lower-scaled uh, incentives. like More guaranteed res- money? More guaranteed money. Yeah, but they're not. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. I, yeah, there's, I, like, running back, because of their, like you said, and we agreed, their shelf life is so small that their guaranteed money is – their contracts are a lot lower than wide receivers and quarterbacks. It's bad, I, and I feel bad. And I, I, these guys are the ones out there taking the shots. They Anyways, are. yeah, that's that's all I got for Lev Bell and the Steelers. You guys were taking I'm shots glad, this weekend. 
I didn't take a shot. No? I, no, I was designated drunk driver. Okay. That's, that's good to put on air. I'm just kidding, obviously. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was trying to be, what's the Cooper's name? Amari? No. The movie star. Bradley? Riley? Bradley Cooper. No, Riley. Jesus. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather get away from that one than the designated drunk driver. Um, Bradley Cooper. He said it in uh, The Hangover. I was always designated drunk driver. Oh, okay. That's where that came from. No, I got it. Yeah. Riley Cooper and I'll don't mix. Riley Cooper? Yeah. Hmm. I was Eagles wide receiver. Uh, yeah. Former. Well, I'm thinking racist. Of, I think I'm thinking of Riley Steele, the porn yeah. star lady. Well, oh, that's probably, the, if I look at your uh, search your history, browser your, history, I'm your, I'm your, I'm your phone, that. I'm sure that she would come up first, Eddie. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the conference championship uh, this Sunday. We got the Jaguars heading up to Foxborough, playing the Patriots this Sunday, God. 305. The line opened at plus nine for the Jags. Um, I think it's at plus nine and a half now, if you correct me earlier, Tommy. Um, who do you guys like in this game? Here, let me just throw some hate out there. Cab, you go first. Thank you. <laughs> Repeat the question. Uh, Jaguars at Patriots. Lines plus nine, we'll say, because that's what it opened up. Are we just picking just heads up like we did last week, though? Um, why don't go, we go, go through? Both. Go with the line. Why don't we go through the... our picks from last week first? Oh, do we have them? Yeah, Tommy rolled them down. Oh, no, did I you? didn't. Yeah, you did. I remember you did. No, I thought I didn't. you did. Yeah, you definitely did. Go back. I don't know why you're page. calling me out here. Go back. Pretty page. Sure you did. Um, I watched you. Yeah, you wrote them down. Oh, yeah, you did. Okay. All right, so let's go through our picks from last week first. Not, oh, we're going against the spread, though. No, we just went heads up last we week. Didn't we didn't go heads did, up. No. Yeah, we picked heads up last week. Uh, I, I don't have them. Yes, you do. Come on, let's go. <laughs> come on, let's go. Come on. What I a, saw them right there. Yeah, just read them. They're not there. That's not it. That is right, it. Come on. That's not it. Let's oh, go. So Tommy got every game wrong last week. That's all Cavi wants to do. <laughs> Cavi didn't post until 12 days later, all right? Let's not call each other out here. <laughs> all right, all right. So anyway. Before we say stuff we don't mean. <laughs> are, are we picking heads up or the spread? Yeah, we're going to, let's do both. Against the spread and, okay, so against the spread. The pa- I mean right, the Patriots. Right, I'm taking the Patriots both Nine ways. and a half, both yeah, ways? both ways. All right. Oh, you like them both? Yeah. Here's what pisses me off. I like Tom Brady. He's a he's a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. I'll give him that. Um, I think without Belichick, I don't think he does what he ever did. Hundred percent. That's um, not, I, I will argue that I'm betting on Belichick. Yeah, or picking on Belichick. Game planning not, better than Tom Brady. Yeah, exactly. Host, right. Yeah, 100%. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with the Jaguars with the spread. Okay. Nine and a half, and the Patriots in the game. Right. Just heads up. Yeah. It pisses me off so bad. But I hate, I hate to say it. I think the Jaguars' defense is good enough. I, I, I don't want to say good enough to shut them down, but I think they can game plan to shut them down. And I also think that the Patriots can game plan enough to shut down the Jaguars' defense. It's unbelievable these two teams playing each other. Patriots have the easiest schedule to get to a Super Bowl than anybody in the history of the NFL. They had a bye Titans and Jaguars. So Look a, it up. Easiest a, schedule ever. So they had a bye, for, a bye, and, and a bye. And, and, and kind <laughs> of Easiest schedule. Yeah. This is this is a fact. The easiest schedule <laughs> statistically for anybody to ever the make the playoffs. Football era. Yeah, I did read yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. It. It's unbelievable. Uh, so I'm going Jags with the spread. I think they kind of keep it within a touchdown, but the Patriots win the game. 
I hope it's the other way because I do not want to see Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. I know. I'm going opposite of Cavi all the way. I'm going Jags both. Both? Yeah! yeah. That's wow. my doggy. I, I love it. Wow. I do like the Jags. They, they impressed me last week. I think their defense and... Don't even I say think, Blake Portals because we'll no, fight right no, no. now on air. Um, I know we'll, <laughs> something happened where... Uh, did, you, did you guys hear this where... Um, Fournette was in a fender bender, and what yeah. he did, he signed his bumper and gave it to the responders. That, that <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yeah. I heard so that. That's, and they that's, say he's not, that's a not hurt. move. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, you're a rookie. All right, bro? You're one ankle even, injury away from though, missing, the, missing the rest of your career. <clears throat> but even, even though uh, I think Patriots defense isn't as bad as people think that it is. No, they, they, they've they consistently... I, they, time out. Time out. What? I want to say something. What? I just looked over and noticed you have your Oakland Raiders sunglasses on. That I is do. the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I do. That is awesome. Those are my stocking oh, I love them. Oh, Ed, that's great. I'm glad. Let's get back to it. Sorry. I just had to say that. So... I think it's going to be a very, very low-scoring game. I think the Jacksonville defense is bringing it. I think it's going to be another Buffalo type of game when the Jaguars played Buffalo a couple weeks ago. I think it's going to be like 14-10 Jags. 14-10 Jags? Yeah. Oof. I can't I can't allow 10 I, points. I, I think the Jags might win like, I don't know. I, I, I see a defensive touchdown by the Jags. I think that, yeah. They, they score a lot. Um, and I think a four-net touchdown by the Jags. And I think Patriots, they're going to get flustered early. I think they're thinking this is – I mean, I know Belichick, greatest NFL coach of all greatest time. Greatest coach of all time. Um, I I'm, I think he's going to be confused coming into playing Jacksonville. I, I, I don't know if he knows what to expect from them. I don't think Belichick gets confused. I think he, he does this game, Cavi. So. Punch him! I think he's gonna be like. I mean, he might be confused why like the quarterback can't. Why? Why? The quarterback why, for why are we playing the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I love how all the Patriots came out this week and were like Gronk, Brady, everybody to the media saying, "Oh, we're playing the toughest team we've played all year." That pisses me off because they should have lost to the Steelers. I'm gonna I'm gonna curse on air. Fuck them. Right? Because that Heath Miller should have been a touchdown. You didn't have to get or my not Heath Miller. Jesus. I was going to say, Heath Miller. <sighs> it should have been a touchdown, and the Steelers shouldn't have ever had to play Jacksonville. They should have had home field advantage throughout and played the same scale. Oh, oh I'm so angry. Anyways, gonna let's break, get to the Vikes and Eagles. Wait, let's break some, uh, a little halftime here. All right. Break some live news. So Trump just released his fake news awards. We, unfortunately, weren't nominated. We Damn didn't get it. any. Yeah, that's perfect. Well, however, we, we give real news. However, nobody knows what they are because... The website that he put them up on sucks so bad that it immediately crashed and it's gone. <laughs> so, shout out to that. If he, I mean, if he contacted the Point After Show, our website could most and definitely handle, handle the traffic. Yeah, handle we could, we could use it. If they want to redirect it over to us while it's down, we'll take the traffic. You can handle more traffic than 995 yeah. in Russia. GOP.com slash fake news. Handle more traffic than Eddie's ass during college. Ooh, that's <laughs> fucked up. Wow. Bro. One way or two way? Uh, both ways. <laughs> <laughs> Both ways. Uh, I mean, Sunday mornings were rough after uh, two-day benders. Uh, so anyway, let's get to the Vikes-Eagles game. E, who do you like in that one? Vikes at Eagles. This is the second week the Eagles are 
Home field underdogs. I know. I'm going Vikes both both ways. What's the line? The three on the website that I saw. Yeah. Vikes minus three? Yeah. I'm going uh, birds both ways. I think uh, here's what I think. I think the Vikes aren't used to playing in the cold anymore ever since they got that little domey dome. And I think Eagles go both ways. I agree with Cavi. I think Eagles win the game outright. Eagles win... uh, Head to the Super Bowl. And if J-Dog still wants to go to the Super Bowl, although the, the Steelers didn't make it, let me know, bro. James oh, M. Yeah. James let me know. James M. Is ready to go to the Super Bowl with Tommy. I'm in. Fuck that. Minnesota's got to be cold right now. Oh, They're in the dome now. Yeah, but just. They're back in the dome. The, but who the rest gives of a the shit? State, the rest of the state You just can't go be to fun. a restaurant in there, Chick-fil-A, even though they might not be open that Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, they won't be open that day. No, just go so, to Red Forum. Real quick, what did we do last week? Because, I mean, people listen, so they want to So we've, we've had enough time here. Eddie, let's wrap it up. <laughs> Before we wrap it up, I was going to make a dirty joke there, but let's see what we did last week. I don't have it. No one yeah, has you it. Do. you do. Come on, man. No it's on the other page. Just oh, I love how Cavi wants to come, come out. I don't, know. I don't even remember what I did. I don't know oh, yeah. I honestly Cavie have no took clue. A picture and studied it. Okay. So Cavi went Philly, Pitt, Minnesota, and the Patriots. Great job. Okay, so I Eddie got one went wrong. Atlanta, Pitt, Saints, Pats, so he got one right. Intern Kyle went Atlanta, Jags, Minnesota, and Pats, so he got three right. And I didn't even pick anything. Tommy went Atlanta, Pittsburgh, the Saints, and Titan. the Titans. I, I was going against <laughs> the spread. Good. He did good. I was going against the spread. No, we went heads we were up. We going against the spread, weren't we? No, no we, we went, went heads, heads up. up. Yeah. It was heads up. That's why you took the Titans. That was your justification. No. I'm surprised you went with the Titans. That was against the spread. Remember, remember it the Titans? The spread. was. Remember the tight ones. Remember the tight ones? Eddie never had it. I was always a wide receiver. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> said that, Eddie. Four that was a Bud Light talker. <laughs> that, was, that was a scotch and Bud Light. So, Even though he didn't uh, drink the scotch. All right, so we got Pats and Pats for Cabby, Jags and Jags for me, Jags and Pats with the straight up for Tom. And then we got Cabby, Eagles, Eagles, me, Vikes, Vikes, and then Tommy, Eagles, Eagles. Let me, let me just throw this out there. Eddie, Eddie's been loving the Vikes ever since the eighth grade, all right? So, <laughs> and I sprained my ankle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so take that with a grain of salt, everybody. We love you here at the Point After Show. We're going to get this shit up and running again, the website up and running again. And I think <laughs> yeah, for right. 2018, we have a couple little... Uh, Little different things to throw at you, so we might start do some specials here and there. Maybe we'll do a Super Bowl only special, just talk about who we like, what our predictions are, what have you. March Madness special. Oh, I can't wait for March Madness. I'm gonna win so much cash. If there's it's some, if there's some golf tournaments like the Masters. Maybe we'll have a Masters only type of podcast, but whatever, you know, we're out there. And then Cavi, throw a little plug out there for the uh, Parade Day merch. Oh, oh yeah. So I'm officially retired from Scranton Parade Day, but I'll still but. be. Still be producing. He'll be there this year. Still be capitalizing on it, you know, uh, like our buddy Carm. We're capitalists out in here. Um, so visit ParadeDayMerch.com um, after listening to this and uh, enter the promo code POINTAFTER and I'll give you a dollar off any shirt you guys want to buy. So check that out. Um, it's ParadeDayMerch.com. We have a ton of different uh, St. Patrick's Day related t-shirts that you guys can uh, grab. All right, there you have it. So we'll catch you next week, and uh, good luck to any DFS, golf, or uh, any kind of football betting that you do this week. We'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Tune in Later. To- Make sure you uh, subscribe if you haven't already, and check out thepointaftershow.com. Thanks.